Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know, Miss O, you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Something fun on your guitar. Something with an A or a Hello, welcome to the Ingenuity Show. I'm St. Jimmy. I'm D Vitty. And I'm Master Zed. Welcome to our show about culture, technology, news, and media. Our fake sponsor this week is Hairbnb. Not using your hair this weekend? Loan it out to a bald guy that has a date. Bald guys don't... Oh, he wouldn't be bald. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Yeah, so we're doing this live and in person at Master Zed's house because we're... Well, I'm here... In the area for Thanksgiving, which is a holiday in the United States. I'm here for work, and because I live here now. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get your visa approved? Oh, boy. I got MasterCard. You can get uh, exported. What's the term? Deported? Deported. Deported. (laughs) It's like exporting. You have to have been outside the country for you to be deported, I feel like. Be deported from this house. Your house has ports? Yep. Yeah. Put you through a porthole. Defenestrate Defenestrate me? No. There's a fenestration right there. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. We had really good weather coming down. There was, it was perfect over both the mountain passes. Nice. Hopefully it's like that in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, own a house now. Yay. So we'll be moving in a month or so. Exciting. They're going to take all our stuff and we're just going <laughs> to be living with nothing for a little while. It's like overlanding but without the over or the yeah. land. <laughs> yeah. We'll be sleeping on our camp bed. Well, it's good though. Get everything shipped out and have yeah. it waiting I'll for tell you. you. What, when you finally yeah. get your bed back together and you get to sleep in it again, it feels really good. I bet. Yeah, we've got to find my son that's not moving with us an apartment, and maybe we can just stay with him for a while. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Because I, yeah, it was cheaper to for the movers if you didn't have them 
driving your stuff over Christmas or New Year's, so we scheduled right. it so that they were dropping our stuff off before Christmas. But then my wife's like, well, we want to stay here and have Christmas with our son since it's our last one. We'll never see him again. Yeah. Well, he's going to be 12 and a half hours away from us. <clears throat> so, yeah. So we're going to have a spare Christmas. Those are nice. Yeah. No, it'll be good. It'll be memorable. We've had, we got a little like three foot artificial tree mm. for years that we're not home on Christmas. Uh, we just set that up because usually it's not, you know, we don't want to decorate and go all out. Yeah. Go all out if we're not going to be there. Yeah. We do have a smaller tree, but it's blue. <laughs> I have one of those. I don't think I've ever put it up. We've never gotten it out of the box, but. MJ didn't go for us just using that one. And I think it's already packed, so. Well, I think I saw our tree, the box it's in anyways. We have a fake tree. It's like a six-footer. Yeah. We're not sure to put it in our new house. There's not really a good spot for oh. it. Mm. I thought maybe on the back patio. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. Just tie it down. Put some guy wires out. Yeah, it'd have to. It's windy as it gets. Yeah. We usually get a real tree, so I think may do that either tomorrow probably not but oh yeah it's after thanksgiving i can put it up now yeah we're gonna put ours up when we get home our rule is usually i'm not allowed to put it up before thanksgiving yeah that's the rule i set that needs to be down by new year's well mj's birthday is in the beginning of january so i let her keep it up till her birthday birthday. (laughs) yeah that's gotta go I like getting a real tree, even though I'm allergic to pine. <laughs> I think my wife is too. That's just, why we. It's worth it though, because I, I do like this how they smell. Yeah, and I, I, I can really get, like a real tree. I think in this house we're in now, at about nine and a half feet or ten feet tall. Mm-hmm. So we usually get make sure we get one that's tall enough, and then we can cut, cut it the when we get home yeah. to make sure make it fit. But I like the artificial because it gets cheaper every year. Yeah. that we use it. I think they're only ten dollars, and they're pretty cheap if you like. We bought ours like the week after Christmas, mm. which is where my wife is really good at buying all of our Christmas trees, decorations, and you wrapping paper. Celebrate Christmas <laughs> a week later. at the end of like, <laughs> right. January twenty fifth, so and then store all the paper for a year. <laughs> just go yeah. Christmas shopping after Christmas, mm-hmm. buy everything so, when it's on sale. For my kids this year, I'm doing homemade gifts. Mm. I'm making them all treasure chests. And the more I work on it, like I worked on it for a couple hours yesterday, although I got bogged down trying to make a zero clearance thing for my table saw. <laughs> but um, yeah, when I made mine, I did it shortly after I had a concussion. And I'm amazed at what I was able to do because now I'm like, this is a lot of... And I had fewer <laughs> tools. And I'd, it was weird. Now I'm like, I have better tools. And it's difficult having issues. Like I built a crosscut sled for the table saw, so you can take make really precise, quick cuts mm-hmm. safely. Safely is a big deal. I did crosscuts yeah. just by holding the board <laughs> for the one I made <laughs> before, but then it wasn't straight or perpendicular to the blade, which is bad. Yeah. yeah. So I it's, came up with a. I basically glued in some nuts into a, another fence, then I put bolts that capture it where I want it off of the fence that's not straight 
so I can fine tune adjust it, mm. which has worked great until I reached over to pick it up yesterday and grabbed the fence and it broke the glue oh. that I oh, no. glued the nuts in. So I need to re-glue it. Oh, nuts. And yeah. And normally you make like a zero clearance blade. So when you're cutting small stuff, it doesn't fall down where the blade is. Mm-hmm. There's, there's just a big gap. So I traced out the existing plate and then just kind of set it in there and then turned the saw on and brought the blade up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. While I was mm-hmm. looking afterwards and you bring the blade up, there's a rounded part of the motor that comes up with it too far. Oh. So the existing one had like a, a void there. It's huh. made out of aluminum. Only one made out of wood didn't have that. So I'm trying to <laughs> use a sander to try to carve out enough so that it'll fit its flat. It, yeah. yeah. Eventually, I'll get to the point where I can actually cut some boards. I did cut some long ones and I laid them all next to each other, expecting them to be all the same. And they weren't. Oh. One end of all of them was up a little bit. So I looked over. I wasn't looking where the boards were going past the table saw. Mm hmm. And I had my, uh, I have a thick board with my miter saw on it up on the workbench behind it. And it was set just at a point. So when you push these boards that were like three feet, they would hit the edge of that board and start deflecting uh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. So I had to run, I had to make the measurement a millimeter smaller and run it through the other way. Doing this and I've decided to do this in millimeters because it's easier for me to read the tape measure. The metric one. The metric oh. one with my vision the way it is. Yeah. That's fine. Sure. Not to get like a bright light that I have to be communist. Yeah. You're going to ship these treasure chests to Canada and yes. make your kids go up there to I'm get gonna, them? I got to wood burn a Canadian flag into it. <laughs> what is that maple leaves on them? Oh, I was trying to put pot leaves. Sorry. <laughs> For the one in Washington. confused. Too. Yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully, they don't listen to this, I guess. <laughs> I guess two of them already know. Yeah, of like, course. One of my sons. Dad, what are you doing out there? He's like, hey, I want to make you a chest. He's like, cool. Can you make it look exactly like this and give me a printout? Uh, and it's different. This is a oh, another one that's thirty-four C. That's welding. Made sure that all of his welding gear fit in the one I have currently. And he's like, yeah, just make it just like this one because all my stuff fits in there. <laughs> cool. Speaking of welding, I've mostly done with my welding project build a new bumper for our forerunner cool i think i mentioned it last week because i'd started i had uh gotten done with something at work on my early and so on my way home i was able to stop by the welding store and get a welding gas gas. tank Mm -hmm. because they're open from eight to five monday to friday (laughs) that's helpful so but the uh, one of our friends had told me which company he uses, but he usually goes to the one in Boise because mm. it's on his way home. He can just leave from work early and hit it while it's open. Well, we were coming from the other direction. There's one in the town that we live in. So oh. we stopped at that one. He's like, he had said, the prices are cheaper than this other place but they're about the same as this third place but the people are just super nice so mm-hmm. that's why i like them I'm yeah, like it's helpful all right whatever and the guy was one of the nicest people i've talked to in a long time <laughs> we were just sitting there visiting for like <laughs> 10 15 minutes we were the only people in the store well, that's uh, different than the and, wood place where everyone is completely awkward like the worst nerd <laughs> personality you've ever seen but we've got a welding 
75% argon, 25% carbon dioxide mm. mix and started that project last week and then spent Wednesday evening in thanks. Oh, I don't remember what day it is anymore. Day after Saturday. Thanksgiving. I don't think I actually Yesterday. worked on it on Thanksgiving, but spent most of the day after Thanksgiving working on it and got, oh, I got Wednesday. I got to a point where I needed a second set of hands mm -hmm. to hold something because mm -hmm. the instructions were amazing for this kit because they have all of the pieces 3d modeled and they have a you know glossary of what the piece is what they call it mm -hmm. and then they use that same exact word in all caps when they refer to that piece mm. so they have an isometric view of the piece and the name so and how many so it's really easy to make sure i had everything know what they're called and then there's little tabs so everything indexes together nice and the instructions show you you know, tell you exactly what pieces to hook together and where to tap, like when it'll say like align these two things, this is what should be flush, you know, mm -hmm. and then tack it. And then it'll later, it'll tell you explicitly when to weld it and where to weld it. Nice. Um, and then where it's intermittent welding, it had little notches in the edge of the piece so it just and it matches perfectly with the diagram mm. to show you where they should all be. Yeah, I used to make direction like that, and it didn't always work out because we were usually doing you know like the first time. So these guys have probably gone through it several times. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like a company that's actually passionate <laughs> about what they're doing. Yeah, they actually care. The only issue I've run into so far was the step I needed a second pair of hands because it has you, so there's a thin plate that gets tack welded to the, it, it aligns with the top surface of the bumper so it's continuous when you're done. But you tack it in place and it had a tab to align it so it aligned mm -hmm. easily. But then it says to flip it over onto that surface which it has tack welds on it, so it's not going to sit on the actual surface. Mm, yeah. And then there's a tube that runs out from the main center section of the bumper. There's a tube that runs out underneath that plate. And you're supposed to flip it over, and then you can just set the tube onto the plate, the edge of it, mm -hmm. to align this other piece. Well, there's like an end cap that, or like a... I don't know. It's like a tapered section of pipe that's separate. Hmm. And so you get the outrigger part in place and then you put the little cap piece and then tack those together to get to it. It's like on a 45 surface and it's on the bottom. Hmm. So it would, I tried it and could not get like I couldn't get my hand in there to hold it to see if it was aligned. Oh, and then I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to leave this other tube that's balancing on the center of the pipe <laughs> on the edge of a plate. Do you have any yeah. of those angle metal or uh, magnets? And yeah, they aren't as usually as helpful as you'd hope. Hmm. And yeah, so I like I'm not gonna be able to get all these things held in place where I want <laughs> it, and then also tack it. Yeah. So I. 
had Charlie help. We went and got her weld. I ordered welding gloves in women's size, <laughs> and we went and bought a new welding helmet for her. Nice, which I'm going to commandeer because it's nicer than mine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then it, we got it up there, and it's you know it's a build yourself kit. So mm-hmm. there's certain things that are. You know, when we did one side and the other, it looks good. It looks aligned, but you know, there are slight differences, but it's going to get Raptor coated, which has kind of a rough surface anyway. And In my experience, the only people will ever notice it would be yeah. you. I think, and overall from even, you know, three feet away, it looks pretty good. Yeah. I think so. Looks nice. I just, I do, I'm at the point it has a full tube grill guard and headlight guards and they're cut to fit depending on how you want them like mm. what angle you want them mm-hmm. and how high and stuff so i need to get it the rest of the bumper onto the forerunner so that i can see how yeah. i want it which requires taking the old bumper off and cutting two inches of the frame off oh so you're getting into the thick of it. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do this getting afternoon. getting lots of welding practice. So if you have to put the frame piece back on, you can. Oh. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I'm fairly committed. Yeah. It just, I think it gets, I think it gets rid of the little crumple accordion thing. Right. In oh. the end of the frame. Hmm. But. Cool. Well, we had uh, Thanksgiving with MJ's family, and half of her dad's brothers were there, and a bunch of their progeny, and there were over 50 people (laughs) there. It's it's the exact opposite of my Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah, so the the church lets them use their gym to have it and they have a bunch of tables there and we brought tablecloths and centerpieces and all that and brought all the food in different people cooked different things so there were a couple turkeys a couple hams you know sweet potatoes mashed potatoes and gravy and did everyone bring the food or did you guys cook at the no you're they don't like you to actually cook there. They have for insurance and stuff. purposes. They're not supposed oh, to eat like like food warm, for warming, warming and prep only. Huh. So everybody just brought it already cooked. Do you have issues with temperature of things being no cold? It was good. A lot of the stuff came in like crock pot type things that they plugged in when yeah. they got there, and then. Yeah, while people were throwing salads together and cutting hams and stuff, the sides were war- staying, staying warm. Staying warm. Yeah. Nice. I think our family did a Thanksgiving at the church, and I uh, it's been probably at least 10, 10 years ago maybe, mm-hmm. but it seemed like half the food was oh. cold by the time you got it, and or you could just tell it had been sitting and... Yeah, stewing. We only did that the one time. <laughs> I think yeah. everyone was like, "Yeah, okay, let's just." It's not worth the <laughs> we hassle. We just go to the church and borrow chairs to oh. take back to our house yeah. or tables. We've done that before too. We would add keys to the church. Yeah, so you know the the big dessert on Thanksgiving is pie, but 
usually you're so full that you don't want pie for a while. So they did. We did have pie that day, but then something that MJ's family does a lot is the day after Thanksgiving they all get together at someone's house just for pie. Nice. So we had pie again last night, and we had thirty people there. Wow. How many pies? Oh man, let's see. Was the pie ratio correct? There were at least should be one to one. Eight pies. <laughs> so eight. Yeah, at least. I think there's eight pies at our sister's house, and there's only 16 of us. Yeah, eight or nine, probably. We made one pie. So our Thanksgiving was the complete opposite. (laughs) Charlie and I just stayed home, and... That's got to be a nice change for what you're usual. (laughs) Yeah, we've been so busy and gone for months and months it's like we had maybe have a weekend home and then we're gone uh-huh. again and so we were like let's just stay home we'll see we're sure we'll see people over the long weekend but for thanksgiving we can just relax and so we were like okay what food did we each want charlie wanted our sage sausage stuffing that we make every year mm-hmm. i wanted rolls Mm-hmm. She said we probably needed a vegetable, so I said, "Okay, I'll make <laughs> rolls my count for vegetables." <laughs> uh, Brussels sprouts, I like. So yeah. we did a bacon balsamic Brussels sprouts, mm. which is delicious. And then, um, we got made just pan fried a ham steak, and Yum. then made one pie, Sounds and it was good. great. It was very relaxing because we were like, "Oh, what time do we need to?" get up and start cooking i'm like do whatever we want (laughs) so we did we got up and had breakfast and wrote out what we were making and how long it would take so we could start at the right time Mm -hmm. start things at the right time yeah ate at like 5 30 nice (laughs) and then went and watched a movie for a little bit and then went and got pie and Mm. nice chill sounds like a chill holiday yep yeah i have a hard time giving up doing the turkey like we used down at our house in washington because my wife is really good at getting the turkey ready and making it so we went to our sister's house but we did two turkeys and brought them over there um we made one just in the roasting roasting pan like normal and then i spatchcocked one which is really fun you take the spine out of the turkey Ooh. And they turn it over and you put it on a plate and then you like act like you're doing CPR, but you compress its chest until it flattens. <laughs> yep. Never done that. And then, uh, for my wife's instruction, you cram at least three sticks of butter under the skin next to the meat on both sides. Whoa. That also makes the skin super crispy. Oh, yeah. And it's, uh, cause it's been up. frying in butter. Right. Uh, well, because for what she said, the turkeys it don't have—they're very lean birds, so they don't have enough fat of their own. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's adding it on there. So I did that, and then put one on the Traeger, the spatchcocked one, which is the flattened one. Um, I wasn't sure we could do it, but then I noticed I had because I didn't know I'd put the last pellets out of the bag in the hopper. But then I found I had a bucket full of pellets pellets oh, which, nice. so i need to go b- replenish that because it's running low so i've been doing a lot of triggering mm-hmm. and then we went over there and had dinner i also made um which turning into my one of my favorite thanksgiving things i make is butternut candy is what i call it 
It's from a butternut squash. Oh. It's really yummy. And it's orange. And I like orange food. So <laughs> it's perfect. And then we just uh, played some games while we let some dinner digest. And then we played Apples to Apples that I lost. And then we played, <laughs> what was the other game? Oh, Telestrations. Oh, but nice. But we didn't have enough pens, really. And we had oh, some no. young kids. The kid after me is eight years old. Uh-huh. No. Is he eight now? I don't know. Their youngest son, Will. Anyway, so his stuff that just happened to have our sister explain to him what I had either drawn or written or read <laughs> it to him, and then he tried to draw something. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. Then we had pie. Cool. And we had we bought two pumpkin pies from Costco that are in part of our fridge, and then on Friday or not Friday, it's Wednesday. I got a call from. Uh, the people that manufacture our home, like the company that puts together all the houses around here, a lot of them, mm-hmm. wishing us a happy Thanksgiving and saying that between three and five, they're going to drop off a, a pumpkin pie. Wow. <laughs> so they did. And it was another Costco pumpkin pie. They're huge. <laughs> so I think we finished off one of them. We have two left in our fridge wow. still. Yeah, we went yesterday out to mom's and helped her put her Christmas tree up and decorate it. And she specifically mentioned the butternut squash was good. It's super easy, too, really. Yeah, we'll have to get the recipe from you. Our, I guess that's our topic. We didn't yeah. really plan anything. I guess we could talk about any consumption. <laughs> we don't have a coffer here. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any consumption either. <laughs> I haven't watched it. I don't think I have any new or they're all continuing. Yeah, I'm in the middle of two books, but I'm like halfway through both. Oh. Well, I could talk about ones I watched. Okay. okay. Go for it. I think I was on Netflix. There's a, a t- movie out called The Killer mm. where it takes place. There's like a contract killer and it shows you his entire process. A lot of people think it's boring because there's a lot of him just talking about his process while he's sitting and you're watching him waiting for an opening to kill somebody. Uh-huh. And then there's a problem and it blows back onto his home base area. And then he goes after the people that attacked his home base. Hmm. So it's a, not like a fast paced thriller like for a lot of it, but it does have some pretty good action scenes in the midst of it. Huh. I enjoyed it a lot, so you can check that out. And then um, I've been wanting to watch this for a while, but then my family told me they hadn't seen the ones leading up to this, so we had to go watch, back and watch Equalizer 1 and 2 before I could watch Equalizer 3 uh-huh. with Denzel Washington. So we watched that Thanksgiving night. Um, it was really good. It was took place in a small town in Italy, mm. which was really fun. My wife spent most of the movie trying to track down where that it was. <laughs> and afterwards, like, just do a Google search. Yeah, what Great. city is Equalizer 3. Or at least where it was filmed. Right. Because right? that's And we the- found, yeah, it was filmed at a couple different places. And it was like, um, they had called it Altamonte in the video in the movie, but it wasn't. Altamonte is away from the coast, and this was definitely on the coast. Oh. Um, it did have a name I looked up. And it was most places, but I think they filmed it. Was it like Cinque Terre or something area? It was south, oh, south coast, right across from Sicily. Mm. Because part of it took place in Sicily too. But I think they amalgamated a couple different things together to make it look like it. It was really cool in the movie. Um, In fact, 
I have this problem where I look at stuff with interesting architecture and think how I could build it in Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll probably be trying to find screenshots of the movie or I think we only rented it. So unfortunately I don't own it. So I can't just go bring the movie up and pause mm. it. Oh yeah. I could do that while I still have, I think you get it for three days or something. I might be able to go take some paused screenshots maybe. Yeah. But that's a really good movie. Um, if you like, it's kind of like Three Amigos, but with only one amigo. And he's <laughs> not dumb, I guess. Well, okay. <laughs> the one amigo. <laughs> I, so a guy, a guy shows up and he helps a town um, take care of uh, a guapo style bad a guy. Bandito. Oh, gotcha. Um, That's how it's Three Amigos. Yes. So check that I out. Thought he, but he's really an actor. Then, I thought he was really an actor. And <laughs> no. Didn't was in over his head. No, that's the Van Damme one. Have you seen that? No. no. You should watch it. It's really good. Basically, the premise of that one is he is his stage name is Jean Claude Van Damme, and he plays as an action star, but in real life, he's a secret agent. <laughs> oh, that's the JCVD. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. Um, and then yesterday, I was got up and was eating breakfast while watching some YouTube videos trying to procrastinate going out and working in the garage. Um, Cause I, yeah, this process is starting to be arduous, but um, I found this video of a guy that built his own swimming pool. Hmm. He's in some Eastern European country, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Get a shovel. Yeah. yeah digging. He, he dug the entire pool by, by hand. hand. Wow. And it was like four point that- or four and two five meters by wow. um ten meters. Holy cow. Yeah. And like I think the deepest part might have been like six feet deep. Hmm. And had one end was steps down into it. Um but yeah, he had a little spade shovel and he left an island in the middle that so he could put his wheelbarrow on that he had to weld repair at one point. In the process, because the wheel broke off. He saved half of his salary, he said, for the project. And he did it for 4135 U.S. dollars. Huh. I'm not sure how many is in his... his but it showed his 50 little... Million. Yeah, 50 million. 50 million whatever. Breakdown, yeah. <laughs> but he seemed like he had a guy that had, you know, like, construction skills, kind of. A certain set of construction yeah. skills. Yeah, and so he after he dug the hole, he did um, he poured a concrete liner pad yeah. on the bottom, and then had these stacking CMU blocks. They stacked on the sides, um, mm-hmm. like hand stacked ones, and mm-hmm. he didn't ground them between. So like, okay, he must be filling them with concrete, which he did, and rebar. So he put rebar in. He a lot of the stuff he built himself. Like he took the lights for the side of the pool. He bought separate light bulbs and some PVC fittings and made his own lights. He said that saved him. I mean, he talked about the savings all the time by doing stuff himself. Uh-huh. He saved a lot of money. Huh. I think instead never of like change the light bulbs, but yeah, because <laughs> they're cast into concrete inside the thing in a they're LEDs. They'll probably last. Yeah. 10,000 hours. I think you made it so you can unscrew the front of them oh. to get to the bulb. So you just have to drain the pool. Right. Like one of the things he had to... <laughs> his, at the end of the pool, on one part, he had his pump and his filter thing. They built into a concrete 
box, mm-hmm. and he did all the concrete there himself, and he even got his welder out and welded up the frame for his manhole lid, mm, which cool. saved him. I think he said he did it for like fifteen U.S. dollars instead of one hundred and fifty. So th- just stuff like that made him so mm-hmm. he could do it. He only had friends help him on two different parts. That was pouring the slab in the bottom um, and pouring the concrete into the CMU <laughs> walls. Um, so after he had the CMU up, he then went the fiberglass route. Or he fiberglassed oh, it. Interesting. Uh-huh. He said it's harder to do than doing the um, what like, is it, like plastic PVC liner or something. Yeah, what are those other make, liners is? Of, yeah, but it's way cheaper. So I did. Oh. Uh, it seems like it would be way more durable too. Cause yeah, I said it's more durable. Other liners can get cuts in them and stuff. Right. So he did that. Did two two uh, layers of that. He said he had to work at night because the sun was setting it up too fast. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so, His neighbors thought he was a mass murderer building a mass grave, and then they thought uh, he, he had, was a he meth had lab. some property. Like he had, he was probably sitting on ten acres. Mm-hmm. He had a really nice view. Um, yeah, so he had his friends help him moving wheelbarrows and stuff. Um, and then he painted it a kind of a darker blue color so the dark color would warm up faster, but he didn't want to look like a dark hole, so it's like a nice blue color. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, and filled with water and had some of his friends that came over to help, came over. At one point, he delayed it a whole year because he broke his knee. Oh. <laughs> so he's, uh, it shows him inside. He's got a cast on, and he's like building the lights and all the uh, other little things. Like he bought the pieces and made his own manifold for running the he did say he had a few problems like the hoses that he used for the to send over to the jets in the bottom to recirculate the water leaked at some point he said he hmm. was able to fix it but he didn't show that part he's going to put that in a different video and that video is like it was so frustrating I didn't want to talk about it in this video <laughs> I'll talk about it later when it's not so frustrating so nice but it was really cool I really enjoyed it I thought I could totally physically build my own pool, but there's no way I'm going to. Yeah, yeah, I. That is a lot of digging. Yeah, he said he wished he. It took him three months. He said he wished he'd bought a excavator, even rented or rented one. one yeah, because yeah. you That's could rent one for a weekend and probably and have dig that done. whole thing out. Yeah, I yeah. probably have a little bit of consumption. I'm not normal, but <laughs> uh, played some new games. Oh, no, oh, that counts. Um, so. F- for my birthday, one of our friends gave me an alien. It's called Alien Encounters, mm. I think, maybe. Alien something. Um, but it's a, it's really fun. I feel like most board games now are too complicated. Oh, yeah. And this one is very simple. Oh. Your turn, your character has gets a certain number of actions, and there's a list of like four or five things you can do uh-huh. and then you draw an encounter card at the end of your turn and it does basically one of three things <laughs> and you the board has uh the nostromo ship with all the different rooms and hallways and there's two decks so there's up and down to connect the two levels mm-hmm. and there's an alien nest and you are characters and you have to do mission or tasks and the alien comes through the ship and attacks you. And so you have a morale tracker. So as it attacks you, your morale goes down. So if it gets to the bottom, you lose. As it would. <laughs> and then you have to complete these 
you can you have to collect scrap and make tools out of them. So there's different. Is there a cat? Tools. There is a cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the one of the things that the rooms end up with these conceal tokens, and when you go into the room, it flips over, and it could be nothing. It could be the alien, so it shows up <laughs> and attacks you, or it can be Jonesy the cat, <laughs> and that reduces your morale. Yeah. yeah. But one of the things you could buy is a cat carrier. Oh, so you can get so them there, we, so you don't have to worry it, about it? If it comes out, because those tokens get recycled. Oh, right. Uh-huh. So he can keep coming back and uh-huh. reducing your morale. But he's not as bad as an alien. That's but you fun, get to right. build a cat carrier so that when he well, comes out, know. you capture him. Oh, nice. And he goes out of circulation. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, we've played that a couple times. Um, and then we also... at. Our friends that gave us that game, they got a new game called uh, Crew, Space Crew, or something, maybe. <laughs> but have you ever played Hearts? So yes, you probably. So it's like you take, you go around and you, there's like, each hand is a trick. And so mm-hmm. someone, whoever's leading it, puts a card down. And then you have to put a another card that's the same suit if you have it. Right. But you can play up higher, lower, and if mm-hmm. it's higher, you beat them. Yeah. So it's that type of gameplay, but you're a space crew. Oh. And so you have different missions, and so you will. There's cards that are your tasks that you have to get a person to get that card Hmm. and we have played it twice and the first time we played it completely wrong (laughs) that happens a lot because the rule book there's you flip open the rule book and there's like these side margins that had some it said like summary Mm -hmm. of the rules and so we read the bulk text in the middle of the rule book Expecting that to be all expecting it to be everything, and we're like, okay, I think yeah, it's like, oh, this is slightly different than Hearts, but it's similar. Yeah, but it seems like it's a little easier. But then with the way that the tasks were laid out, we thought, oh, okay, that's how they make it more difficult is by you have to like some of them do them in a certain order. Uh And then we went back and read the the margins, and it had it. The actual rules were in the margins, <laughs> nice. and we were playing it completely wrong. Oh, so we man. started over, and because there's like 40 missions, and Whoa. they build from like training, and then you lift off, and then you are in lunar orbit, and then you go and I don't know, huh. explore. But we I've started a, back over because got we, a Dune game I've never played because it's so complicated. <laughs> I started watching a YouTube video on how just the setup of the board. I was like. <laughs> yeah, we've abandoned games before. I think I had a work trip. I was out of the country for a couple weeks, and so Charlie wanted to have a single-player board game to play while I was gone. And so she bought this game, had great reviews, but it was like a two-hour video on how to start playing. That's crazy. And she played it, tried playing it a couple times, and was like, no, this isn't worth it. <laughs> We played a card game with MJ's mom that was called Pirate King, 
and it was like Trump, where you're doing tricks. Oh, oh yeah, I played that. At but house. it has played. my least favorite aspect, which is you have to bid at the beginning on yeah. how many tricks you're going to get. Oh, I've played that at our sister's. I dislike yeah. doing that bidding thing. I must be hereditary because yeah. mom explicitly said we cannot play that game because I hate bidding <laughs> on Thanksgiving. I still oh. won, but I don't like the bidding. Well, and it was like there were certain cars that gave you a bonus if you right, right. got that. Or if you but don't. only if you got your right number of bid the yeah. tricks. I try to, to approach those games by just not caring how I do it all. Yeah, and just try to have fun yeah, that's in the gameplay and I yeah. I end up usually trying to screw up other people's things. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'll win, so... I'm not matter. that competitive, so it's like, I don't care if I win or not. I just... It's annoying that I have that stress of trying to figure oh, out yeah. how many to bid. Just randomly pick one, then you have to try yeah. to make your yeah. gameplay. I don't know. I, yeah, I agree. I'm not my favorite thing either. Yeah. That's why I don't gamble. Yeah. Not into that lifestyle. Well, does anybody have any nerd cred? So, my, one of my son's friends was in town. Because he comes here to our house to spend the night um, from wherever Rick's is, or used to be. Rexburg. Rexburg. Think Rexburg is what I wanted to say. <laughs> Rexburg, so he can fly Former. back to visit his parents back in Washington uh-huh. from Boise. So his car's been at our house for a week, but he's not. But he was there, and we wanted to play some Dungeons and Dragons. So my son, middle son, did the DM duties. So we all made. Um, in fact, my character's name was Lucky Day. We made <laughs> themed off of um, Three Amigos. Nice, but. All of us were at what's called a gif or a gif, depending on what tribe you're from. But they're basically a hippo person. <laughs> so we're all hippo people, but we were pirates from like water ship pirates yeah. that had been kidnapped by alien pirates. Oh. So we were in space. <laughs> Although we landed on a planet. It was fun. We were all hippo pirates. Weird. <laughs> yeah. I only went to zero hit points twice. Had to be rescued. Mm. I was a, what do you call them, a glass cannon. So uh-huh. I could do a lot of damage, but I didn't have didn't any have, hit points. Defend yourself. <laughs> take. Yeah. Well, my son always rolls really well against me, too, which doesn't help. Hmm. In fact, we had to get rid of some dice that he used to play with because he... They were loaded. <laughs> yes. We just started, he discovered they were... Oh, that's put them funny. in a salt water bath, and if they continuously turn over to one side, you can tell oh. they're weighted wrong. And his were weighted to roll 19s a lot in 20s. Huh. But that was really Did fun. you get rid of them or I'll take them? I've got them. Oh. <laughs> They're not. Well, it's like my wife always rolls really well and somebody's like, oh, I'm going to play with her dice. And then they did not roll well with her dice. Nice. Oh, I forgot to check our email and stuff. Oh, well, we'll do it next time. Well, if you want to tell us how loaded your dice are, Send an email to enginedirtyshow at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Just search for Engine Dirty Show and check out our website, theenginedirtyshow.com. And don't forget, if you have Facebook this month, to share our episode when we put it out. 
Thank you for listening this week. Stay nerdy. You haven't and always shall be my friends. <laughs> Bye. You know me so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Something with an A or a G. Just be sure that I can tell it. Just be sure that I can tell it again. Most guitars are made of trees. With some L for the strings. And some frets and two neat things. Most guitars are made of trees. Most guitars are made of trees. People play them while they sing. Some are dull and some just ring. Most guitars are made of trees You know me so you've seen it all before Looking at me stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again So 99 Balloons was the first song Oh yeah <laughs> Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and two neat things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees song most guitars are made of trees is by greg gibbs with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.